Welcome to another week of Haywood's Take on Hollywood. Ooh. It's spooky season. Ooh. Happy October. A How blessed many of time. You, uh, love horror movies. Hopefully, a lot of you. Yeah, hopefully, we don't lose everyone this month. This Everybody month just clicked <laughs> off. Is uh, is going to be horror movies? You know, um, I'm really excited. Horror movies haven't always been my jam, but recently, they're one of my favorite genres now. I agree with you. None of like, especially yeah, growing up, we really didn't watch any. Yeah, I and I would and I would avoid them with my my friends too. Really, yeah. I think horror is my favorite genre. So I, I'd have to like rank my genres, but it's definitely like it's either it's top there. three for sure. It's one of my favorites as well. I just think good horror movies are great, and bad horror movies are fun are great and so i think what's great about horror movies is they try things way more than other films mm -hmm. do yeah. they just go for it yeah. and oftentimes even the 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 kind of the the stuff surrounding it the, the peripheral things around the actual horror item or monster or whatever is more compelling as far as like a human story anyway yeah. oh yeah Especially, I think the best of horror does that. Yeah. Right. It talks about what it means to be human. Yeah. You get raw emotion from horror like you can't get from anywhere else, truly. Right. you can show anything. Yeah. So you just... You, you know, can. Yeah, you can I feel like it. there's a, like just a freedom that the that the directors can kind of work with that you just kind of... It kind of unlocks something that you don't find in, in other genres. Not, you know, obviously there's other great movies. Come on. So but, if you're listening to this podcast and you don't consider yourself a horror fan... I think we have compiled uh, a list of some pretty intense, but some really excellent horror movies that might just change your mind. Um, I want to share a resource publicly that I use so that mm. I can watch scary movies. Listen, y'all. <laughs> I don't know if it's some like neurodivergent thing, some just like general sensitivity thing about me, but I struggle, struggle, struggle with jump scares. I cannot do them. Um, it's like, I'm not that scared with them, but my body just goes to a 10 and I will cry. It could be the Incredibles 2. It was the Incredibles 2. <laughs> um, <laughs> in the theater, it was like, there's like a pretty intense moment and there was just like this tiny little, it wasn't like a full on jump scare, but it was like all of a sudden loud music. I was tearing up. So horror movies for me <laughs> growing up, like I mentioned, were an absolute no, especially because that's like. For some people, a large appeal of a horror movie is like a really good jump scare. Those don't speak to me in the same way, and I struggle with them. So I found this website a few years ago called Where's the Jump? I don't know if it's .com, .org. I think it's .com. And uh, you can just search by a title, and uh, it'll give you the timestamps for all of the jump scares in the movie. So, Well, and I think... That when I was younger or like when I liked it less, I, I I put all of my eggs in that basket of like that's what makes a horror movie is the jump scare. And I've kind of backed off of that a lot actually. Like it's like I can be um, spoiled of that like you said and it still makes the movie just as good. Um, you know, some people that's their thing is the jump scare and that's great too. But that's – I kind of just have see it as a neutral thing. It's not like my favorite thing. It's not my least favorite thing. Um, but it isn't what defines horror, which I think is another um, point that I'd like to make for someone who doesn't watch horror movies is like, you know, if you want to make the transition like I did to not watching them to watching them, it's like kind of forget about that. They do that just kind of as a gimmicky thing or sometimes yeah. it's used well or yeah. whatever, but that's yeah. fine. But it's not the whole point. Mm -hmm. If they rely on it too much, that's usually a sign of a bad horror movie. Yes, I agree. Yeah. Absolutely. So... I'd like to just. Uh, can I say something really quick? Please say it. We we didn't enter, we didn't say that we're here with Tyler, right? Oh, we didn't. No, I'm mean, surely the listeners just know. The, who yeah, I you am. guys know it's everyone assumed. in our family at it this just, point, right? It just felt really natural to have him here, <laughs> right? And like, like there was this 
burden lifted off of us in the form of Trevor not being oh, here. That we just felt so confident and so just comfortable in here to just to have a good conversation with each other. And so we kind of, yeah, off the top forgot that. But yeah, Jake, Sean, Tyler here today. Hey, guys. Tyler's here, my yeah. boy. Hello. Anyway, carry on. Listen to his episode, 2001 Space Odyssey and yep. Spirited Away. Yep, fun episode. Right. To listen. I just wanted to give you a little preview as to what we're going to be watching this month. Um, and I'm really, really excited about it. Today, uh, we're starting with some bangers. Ari Aster's Midsummer and Hereditary. Okay, next week, we're going to do The Blair Witch Project and Psycho. After that, we're doing Us and Get Out, some Jordan Peele incredible uh, instant classics. And we're going to round off the month on the 25th, is when we're recording, who knows when it might come out, uh, with Sinister and The Conjuring. An excellent month. Yeah, we did go pretty hard in the paint for this oh, first one. This is so exciting. Um, really Those are so good. They're so movies. good. So uh, stay tuned all month. Those are some of our curated favorite horror movies um, by people who are formerly not horror movie fans yeah. until recently. I think Trevor's even kind of the same. These particular movies, as you heard last week on his kind of uh, you know, rant about the movies. He was just like, Ugh, not for everyone. And I, I think I still even agree with oh, that. Yeah, I would agree. Oh, absolutely. But so these ones maybe not aren't his his cup of tea. But generally, he's kind of into the genre as well. So he'll he'll have fun with us yeah. in future um, in future episodes. And even these ones, he knows are excellent. Yeah. Even if they're deeply uncomfortable to watch. Yeah. And yeah, I agree. which is <laughs> you can acknowledge <laughs> we agree good, even yeah. if they're yeah. So I decided to come up with an activity this week um, that would be. Pitching a horror movie, okay? I wanted each of us to choose a setting, time period, premise, and a lead actor for our um, our movies. So I want to go last. So say, which one of you wants to go I wanted, first? I wanted you to go last because you seemed very like, like you're like, I got a surefire banger. And mine's definitely not that. And it's a little more half-baked. Same, same. Um, Tyler, do you want to go first as the guest? Or uh, do you want me to go first? Like, go first. Okay, I'll go first. We'll base it. So... It's going to sound terrible because it's not thought out, and so maybe you guys can kind of workshop it with me. Ooh, I'm happy to do that. But I th- my th- my thought process was, you know, I was trying to think of things that scare me, and there's not a whole lot that, like, scares me um, in real life. But what would be, like, a terrifying premise, I think, would be if everyone you loved kind of all at once started to... Um, turn against you and make your life as bad as it as it possibly could be and your whole life is a lie and you and and i don't want that to be out the gate i want that to kind of be the end like like the big reveal reveal before act three that everyone has been against you your whole life (laughs) or or at least or at least building up to it like they've shown love they've shown that you know that you've created relationships Mm. but it's all been and I don't know why you deserve this. I haven't figured that out. Oh my god! I haven't figured out, you know, how to solve it or what the, what it's like revolving around, like what they do to make your life bad. Yeah. But just kind of that premise of it was just like that would be bad. And then like, and I want it to be a horror, not just like a oh no, this is sad. Like so, everyone somehow, you love hates you. And then all of a sudden, yeah. And all of a sudden, you know, you're you're building towards whether it's something cool for you or even even if it's not, even just out of the blue, all of a sudden, you know, these people, you know, I don't know if it's. I'm trying to think of even what they would do to make your life just the worst possible thing in a in a horror way. Um. Anyway, that's the premise. I like it. Again, we could workshop how it happens, why it happens, and so on and so forth. I think it's modern. Um, I think my lead actress is my girl Tilda. Oh yes, she's Tilda. she's uh, you know I don't know how old she is, probably in her like fifties or whatever. And maybe if she's if she's older than that or younger than that, I'm gonna have her as that as her character. You know, fifty. So like you have a lifetime. Yeah, you have kids. Oh. You have kids. Wait, so they're older when they find out. Yeah, they're like oh, yeah, oof. like your you, your whole life <laughs> and everyone. Whether it's hate, I don't even I don't even think that's like strong enough for horror, but is is actively like demonically you. against you. Like <laughs> you know what so I'm saying? <laughs> and so maybe maybe um maybe you're in hell. Maybe it's like Ooh, it's like, yeah, like a good, good place kind of good thing. Play, yeah. Good place Truman show kind of com yes, combination. You have earned hell. And hell yes, is oh, a, a second pre- chance at life that you think you're getting. Ooh, yes. But it's actually 
just hell. It's the good hell. place. Yeah. yeah. And and I want this to end poorly. Like, I don't want this to happen. This is not a happy ending. This is not a happy ending. Show, but make it evil. Maybe at the yeah. end, it gets like more literal hellish. And maybe like yeah. by the end, for like some good imagery stuff, you're getting fire and some brimstone. Demons. Yeah. Yeah. Turns like out it. you're a demon and a bad person, too. Yeah. Ooh. That's incredible. Yeah. Oh, and then maybe like and the that's end, a cool twist like the, for the, the very end. Like yeah, very end. Like you then have to ruin someone else's life because someone. Yeah, else you're in on help. the next one. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Jake's writing it. That's in his brutal. Head right now. He's so. Yeah, I had that thought too. Just yeah, t- twisting it on to you also then becoming yeah. evil as well. But I couldn't figure out how to fit that in. Ooh. But I like where you're going with that. So yeah, that's good stuff. Um. Anyway, I don't. Yeah, I don't know. Was there any other question? No, that's mostly it. That That was pretty good. That's why I came up with it. Okay, so mine's actually the most half-baked, okay? Um, We can work on it, just like we did with mine. workshop. Help me, guys. Okay, so I'm sure mine mine probably already is a movie. Um, I just don't know it yet. Uh, But imagine, like, I'm jumping ahead a little bit. Imagine Midsummer. So that's setting, okay? Mm. But in the cult... Um, imagine it in America in modern time. However, uh, our main character, our protagonist lives in this cult and Mm. she, from our perspective and from her perspective, everything's totally normal. And it's like, as we get going further into the movie, things start to happen that she kind of like begins to realize that maybe she's in a cult, a cult, right? And she so, didn't, she didn't know previously. She yeah, was just living her life. Had okay. no idea. And from the beginning, I mean, us as viewers think she's in a normal life. Maybe she's mm, just in like a okay. religious commune. And, um, but yeah, as it gets going, things happen. Maybe she has like a friend who, you know, the cult does something evil to her. And then she realizes that this cult is bad. And then the horror comes in is when she's trying to leave this cult. And she's like the, the lengths the cult will go to, to keep her in Mm. and just kind of see it from the inside perspective. I like it. You know, from like, maybe maybe some people come to the cult from the outside and she sees how they treat them or or something like that i mean i'm pretty sure you could find some real like life examples of that and then just kind of play on that yeah maybe make it a little more harsh and horror but like pretty much the same story that you could find that'd be really interesting yeah yeah imagine like midsummer level cold like but really yeah instead of stuff instead of the dude kind of bringing people in it's it's your cup this is from the inside mm-hmm. mm, Ooh, i like she's it. trying to escape and for the lead actress i was thinking mia goth of course yeah. you know the horror queen. queen she could do anything she's our, our i love her queen. dude she's her. A, she is so good she's so good. and her in like Pearl, southern dude. accent what, maybe she should have that she was in um infinity pool infinity pool yeah. is insane <laughs> yeah that's an insane that's like her like just cooking dude yeah. she's just she's going because so like with pearl and these are both newish i think both 2023 or is pearl 22 pearl's 22 yeah um with Pearl, it's a little more, like, contained. Like, she's, like, bursting out of her role as, like, a farm girl, blah, blah, blah. And just, like, it's, yeah. like, becoming yeah. this thing. Yeah. Infinity Pool is just unleashed. She's just oh, crazy. The whole it's just unleashed. Oh, I love she's it. She's just crazy. So oh, I love it so much. Yeah. Such a good movie. Is she even acting? I don't even know. <laughs> I don't know. What I don't, would she be like? <laughs> I, have you seen, like, interviews with her? No. She's so just, – she just has her little voice. And, she, and well, That is insane. And it's this – she just seems like this sweet little girl, and she's she a is a queen. She she's acting so, when she's not acting. Yeah, she's I think like, we've said it on the podcast fake. before. Truly, I think she should have won Best Actress last she's year, and I'm not so – like, I say that good. completely. Who won? Was it uh, Yo Michelle Yo? Oh, okay. Who did oh, great? I'm not yeah. saying she was undeserving in any yeah. way, but like, if we're just talking, just like the action on the screen, like what's happening on my screen, and like Pearl. that acting was gnarly. Insane. Pearl. Horror historically is not represented at all yeah. at the Academy. Yeah. yeah, but shout out Michelle Yo. Some of the way. best performances I've seen have been in horror, and we'll talk about that even more today. Yes. in the yeah. performances in these two movies. Okay, question. So, is this cult a current thing, or is this like? Or is this in the 1700s? Or so it, it'll, it's like the village. Yeah, it'll or take it place in modern time. Um, but they okay. may not like practice modern practices. Maybe they're a little, they just totally, little behind. Yeah, I really do like to compare it to Midsummer. Like they're not totally, totally Yeah, they're behind. using cars and yeah. phones in theory. In theory, but they're... Yeah. They're like baking pies and stone. They're they're and stuff. based in yeah. historical mm-hmm. ritual. Yes. there's some like yes. blocks to their Wi-Fi or something. That right, let them access. And it. obviously, like completely Korea kind of could be like control. A, yeah, yeah. yeah. Would you say remote? Mm, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like an you op- said in America though. 
Yes. Nice. Okay. Interesting. I like it. I'm down. Yeah. Who was your actor or actress? Mia Mia Goth. Goth. Oh, yeah. That's where we were. Okay. That's incredible. Love it. Any other thing you want to workshop on that one? Maybe she yeah, like maybe good. she turns on them in the end. I need her to. I just she's need a, to see oh. Mia Goth go crazy. She so. needs to like, realize she that she's in this dangerous place. And it's like, and the then gore it's is a lot of the time like her, her getting, getting revenge. Yeah, I like that. But it's still body horror. She's doing horrible things. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, I got to let her shine. We yeah. got to let her grow. Or maybe they're doing horrible things to people. And so she turns on and does the same thing to mm. them. Yeah. Probably Ooh. men. You know what I mean? Ooh, no, I yeah. like that. I think that's. Turns the tables. Sweet. Okay, guys. I want you to imagine. We're in the 1980s. We're in the we're in a nightclub. A gay nightclub. Okay. Okay. We're hearing, I want to dance with somebody. Okay. We're voguing. There's Madonna happening. Lights. Fog. Lots of mostly naked men dancing around in a gay nightclub. Okay. Okay. A group of men. We don't know who. All of a sudden, we see them. And... Uh, they sorry <laughs> we see them they're trying to blow this place up okay they have they have put a bunch of bombs in like four different corners of this nightclub and they set it off and it, the place starts going ablaze okay this Uh-oh. is our opening sequence okay we see, why you have the whole movie we see we see uh go-go dancers in like the cage you know like cage dancing Mm. yeah we see like there's like a group of like lesbian nurses there okay the lesbian (laughs) nurses are there they're helping everyone out okay Uh it's shocking but actually there's so many more doors like i don't know how they're all getting out but everyone's getting out it's so nice it's so amazing no one's getting hurt except for these go-go dancers in the cage they're in the cage they can't get out Right. That's part of the whole thing with their the go-go go, go dancing. They look over, and it's their last chance. There's a few more guys <gasps> still in the club. It's these politicians and policemen who are closeted, mm-hmm. and they'd be able to easily help them out. The keys are right there. They don't want to be discovered. They cannot have it come out that they were at a gay nightclub, so they book it. Uh-oh. They run, and these gay go-go mm. dancers oh shout out die i love where this is going okay next scene we see rainbow flashes okay we hear another queen maybe some like donna summer or we get like madonna okay the go-go dancers come back from the dead hell yeah I hungry for vengeance They're yes pissed. oh this is a great story thank you so much I forgot to mention one of them's definitely in drag as Nancy Reagan. Right. Like, that's of course like, they are. That's like a... You didn't yeah, have to I, say. I, I, I didn't have to. <laughs> that was it there when you described it's the 1980s, setting. It's yeah. right? It's a political thing, too. It, there's a sense of political uh, commentary on this thing, okay? There's these politicians that see all these gay men needing help, and they don't do anything. Mm. Boom! Reaganism. And... Okay, we have these zombies. I want you to imagine these gay go-go dancers zombies. They have like burnt flesh. They're like kind of like sexy costumes with like a little bit burnt off. Like it's like sexy gay zombies. <laughs> nice. I thought you were gonna go more like witchcrafty, but zombies works for me zombies. too. Okay, zombies. count me in. Ooh, I think it should even be not only did they not like get keys and help them out, like they could have like literally just opened a door and like still gotten out. Yeah. Like they could have it just as easy as literally just like, you know, they just didn't want anything more maniacal. Like even more maniacal rather than just like not doing it, but like actively like choosing to not let them out. Choosing to not letting let them out. Or do anything to help them. It's like a little bit of like a like they might be like secretly liking that stuff. They like seeing the gay go done go-go dancer but they have so much shame about it that they kind of want to see them burn they kind of yeah. yeah exactly oh yeah yeah and you can see it in their eyes like there's a shot of them looking back and yeah it's incredible Ooh. and there's like a little smirk or something yeah yeah you can tell them. yeah you can tell it's more than just uh self-preservation these gay zombies won't rest until they overthrow the american <laughs> nice government. the entire american government Yes. Do they shout out? I so are they are they like intelligent thing. zombies? Like do they? Oh, incredibly intelligent! Oh, they they're rally super up powerful. a cause. They're more powerful than humans by far. They're not dying. You oh. shoot them in the face. Cool. Doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. Okay, this is cool. They will thrive. I don't know. Are we on their team? No, but maybe. What's the uh, what's the central c- conflict? 
homophobia in the 1980s. No, well, <laughs> that's more thematic. Sensual <laughs> <Just kidding. laughs> conflict. Like, why? Just, what's holding them back from just doing it immediately? From just doing it. That's yeah. a great question. Um, I think we need some lesbian nurses to like be actually like fighting on the good side, or maybe it's just like no one wants to be turned into. They can turn more people. Oh, into Oh, I see. I thought you were gonna say turn more people gay. <laughs> turn more people gay. I was like, can wait? <laughs> it's a metaphor. This could be really bad. Yeah, I don't know. We where... would need uh, someone. <laughs> we would need someone to think through these things, Ooh. so it's not like I'm saying. That the gay is gonna spread, and yeah. that Nancy Reagan's right. right, or it's a but. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Make yeah. sure to keep this. Yeah, yeah. But it's also at the same time, it, it's it's an AIDS uh, allegory. Mm. So it's like there is mm. some spreading involved. Yeah. But like nothing's helping them. Like people who have the chance to help them aren't. Aren't. Yeah, because yeah, of the rampant homophobia yes. of the eighties. So. That's what we're looking at. It's a general premise, but I think like we're avoiding the spread. Uh, but at the same time, we have these nurses who are like helping out. And so like we're also following their story. They're like on this, the, the team of good. And um, I don't know. I don't know how it ends. That's just the premise. Yeah. I, don't, I mean, it obviously ends with them getting their revenge. They get revenge. Right? Yeah. Like mine was like, oh no, I want it to be as sad and terrible of an ending as possible. This, this one's like a like a check. It's like a good for him, but also like that's bad, but also. But like they did. But it. I'm like, am I on their team? No, they're doing horrible like things. They're like oh, murdering no. lots of people. Oh, no. Right. But also me at the end of it's like good for her, but no, but gay, good for him, gay version, but like not really. Yeah. Ooh, yeah, it's complicated. I love a revenge movie. I do too. Love a revenge. I've never movie. seen gay zombies, so I just wanted no, to. That's, like, that's the main like visually. Point. I yeah. feel like visually you're gonna have a blast. With I this think one so. Too. I'm so, imagining a lot of like oh, yeah. the, the neon. Oh yeah. And the lights and the the soundtrack's gonna be banging. So oh yeah, well, so this is good. good. I like yeah, this. Yeah, all the all the action sequences are gonna be like. Oh, yeah, it's gonna be so. And it can't take itself too seriously. It's just gonna be like oh, it's camp. It's camp. Yeah, and like. A little overtly sexual with like yeah. these gay sure. zombies, like a little bit. Are yeah. we attracted to the zombies? Yes, okay. Okay. I think every, we shouldn't yeah, I think feel bad about it, be. but we are. I think okay. everyone has to. Be. Oh, I didn't say my lead. Yeah, we the have, lead we know, actor, we know Matt Bomer. Do I know who Matt Bomer is? Matt Bomer. Which one uh, is he? He kind of looks like Henry Cavill. Oh, oh yes, Superman? he's been in like he was in like. Uh, <laughs> That's why I said he looks like him. <laughs> not suits. One of those like TV shows. That I what was he in? Yeah, uh, Matt Bomer. But I know he was in like a, an American horror story, I think. Uh he is a gay actor, Matt Bomer. Um he's 45. So he's maybe a little on the older side. We might be introducing some new talent here. Um but but yeah, he was in I think he was most well known for TV. So he mm-hmm. he was in Magic Mike. Um and yeah, American Horror Story. So you guys need to look oh, him I up. He's American a beautiful man. Okay. He's a beautiful man. Dark, like tall, dark, handsome. Mysterious. Blue eyes. Could be Superman. Uh Uh-huh. So like he's a little on the older side for these go-go dancers. But like I think I'm okay with that. But also maybe that's part of the point. Sure. And we can have some twinks in there too. Right? Sure. Maybe we can have a bear. Oh my God. Oh my goodness. Okay. We have, (laughs) we have, we have Matt Boomer. Uh We have like the fit gay. Do we have Timothy Chalamet as one Mm, of the go-go zombies? He's straight. We need gays. We We need choice of on. Wait, Matt Boomer's gay. Matt Bomer's gay. Oh! Yeah, they need to be gay. Okay. It's important representation. So, we have Troy Savon <laughs> representing the Twinks. Uh, we have some like Bear Daddy, right? Mm-hmm. We have all three of them. We need to represent all the tribes. Oh, yeah. So, so we're having all the tribes happening, and uh, I think that there's some comedy there. I don't know. Right. Oh, I think comedy, it needs to have I think comedy, it needs a little be, bit of comedy in it, but we're representing the bears and the if twinks. If it didn't have comedy, then it, it, it'd be taking itself too seriously, you know? Yeah. So I think that's what we're doing. I think, I think I'm think i talking about a lot of white guys too. I think we need some more like black gay, like queer, because like they were like really involved with like the drag scene, especially in the 80s right. and like the ballroom scene. Oh so, yeah, of course. I don't know. And I'm just spitballing. Very excited about the visuals of this thing and the, I am the too. aesthetic. We needed, a, we needed a good comedy in this in this. Yeah, yeah. we had like the really heavy one. Uh, yeah, Sean's is like art house. Yeah. Yeah. With yeah. Tilda Swinton. Yeah. <laughs> it's like art house. Mine's gonna be like bubble gum. You balanced it out. Pop. Yeah. 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 Shot of the, the Dead. Fun. Like, yeah. I watched uh, Tucker and Dale versus Evil. Like kind of those like silly. Yeah. Even like Cabin in the Woods is kind of silly. You know. Yeah. 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 It has a silliness aspect to it as well. But like it's dark. 
No, yeah, it's still gonna, yeah, it's still and gonna like be a horror film. Dark. Yeah, visually quite dark in the nighttime, but with yeah, neon, yeah. Lights. neon. Oh, it's just gonna be so cool. It's gonna be great. Yeah, I'm very much looking forward to that. So I am too. Those are our three horror movies. Yep. Very excited about them. We're gonna get them produced. Coming um, soon, so I look forward to that. Every you know, every so often, I think I take one step closer to at least trying to make even just something for us. That'd be so fun. Like a, I don't think that like a screenplay. I don't like think that specifically or... would work because that one requires that it's done well with yeah. everything. Yeah, maybe more something. You know, probably yours would be the easiest to create just without a budget. Yeah, because it's just people. You don't need talking. a lot. Yeah. And doing, you know, women obviously we'll talking. see. Yeah, yeah. I, I honestly pictured women talking yeah. when when you when you Gay mentioned a lot of that. Are expensive. Um, <laughs> mine has. A I've high been budget. saying. Well, mine turns to hell at the end. And yeah, that's the CGI going. budget. So that's why I was thinking. Yeah, yours probably, but um, practically. Anyway, I want to, uh, you know, at some point, and I make some sort of movie, and you know, it might be a horror movie because those That'd are be so fun. fun. You and know? you can do them like really crappy and they're oh, yeah. really good. That's like, that's like Either way. part of it. Yeah. That's like part of the appeal. Yeah. Absolutely. Definitely. I'm fully on board for that. Okay. So we're now going to move on to our movies, Midsummer and Hereditary. I think we should start with Midsummer. That's yeah? that's the order I watched it in. So okay. It is too. I watched it. Midsummer two days ago and we watched Hereditary yesterday. Yes. Um, together. Let me give just a little bit of a premise for um, Ari Aster's second movie, which is Midsummer. Um, his first being Hereditary. Crazy. 2019. Let the festivities begin. Several friends travel to Sweden to study as anthropologists, a summer festival that is held every 90 years in the remote hometown of one of them. What begins as a dream vacation in a place where the sun never sets gradually turns into a dark nightmare as their mysterious inhabitants invite them to participate in their disturbing festive activities. So, what do you love about this movie? Tyler. Ooh, steep question. Okay, I'll start. So, Really, what I like about this movie a lot has to do with Ari Aster and the way he does horror in general. Um, he has a really unique... I, I don't want to say unique. It, it's pretty unique. But he has a really effective method of portraying horror in a way that I haven't seen in a long time. Um, first of all, Midsummer is terrifying. Like, this movie more than... Horror doesn't really, like freak me out usually because i'm really used to horror it doesn't like scare me you grew up on five nights at freddy's i know the scariest thing you can imagine <laughs> no, that's it's jump scares i'm scared of it. <laughs> um and so i've gotten pretty accustomed to horror but when i watched midsummer i was genuinely disturbed and i think that's something that ari aster does really effectively in both of these movies midsummer and hereditary and that's one of my favorite things in this movie is just the the feeling it gave me of just pure dread from that beginning shot with her family and everything like pure dread truthfully like it put me in the state of mind that was just so dreary well and like the background like or is that? Oh, I'm thinking of Hereditary. It's gonna be. We're gonna. There's <laughs> yeah, gonna be yeah. a little bit. There of might that. be a little bleed through. But like, I guess just talking about him in general, there's like the background, like almost like a heartbeat, like sound that yeah. like that was through Hereditary. But it was just like, man, mm-hmm. it just keeps you just yeah. so yeah, that feeling of dread. And you said disturbing, man. Both these movies just so so disturbing. But yes, and then I think you know everyone. You know, one of the first things you think about when you think of of Midsommar that I think is so unique about it. Again, yeah, not to use unique, but. Um, it's so bright, yeah. The entire time, it's a horror movie and in the it's daylight. Beautiful yeah. though, it is and a there's not movie. a lot of jump scare. There's a little bit, a little, but but like that's yeah. not even close to what it's like trying to do. Yeah, most of it honestly is just like, oh, are they gonna do this? Oh, they're and they're they gonna do, do this. Oh. oh, they're gonna wait. No, they're gonna do this. Yeah. They, and it's gonna peel. It. It's not gonna show it. It's not gonna show oh, it. Yeah, they'll cut oh. away. Oh, they cut to it. It's <laughs> genius. Oh, there's it's a close up of the gore. Yeah. Or yeah, or whatever action happens, and it's and it's so, and yeah, and it feels so much more str- uh, like it has more strength behind it when it does it like that instead of yeah using a cutaway like when we make our film we're yeah. gonna use so many cutaways because you don't <laughs> want to create you, you, like we can't I don't have the makeup don't budget so it'll, exactly. literally we'd be cheap about it and so this is not taking any of the cheap shots mm-hmm. at all yeah it is rich 
It is yeah. just rich, rich, rich yeah. in its in its in its in its grossness and it's, it's unflinching. Yeah, it's unflinching. That's why it is so disturbing to me because of the way he just like shows things. It makes it seem almost real, more real because it could be real. there. Yeah, yeah. And like truthfully, and by the way, is it Midsummer or Midsummer? I've heard both. I think they say in the show Midsummer is what they say I Midsummer in the movie. Yeah, okay. but then it's like spelled differently because of the, the accent AR, and the place that they yeah. are at. Anyway, yeah, who I, knows? I've been saying Midsummer. I'm going to say Sweden. Midsummer. Either um, way, great. But yeah, it's just it seems so real because he shows the stuff happening. Like, are, are we going to talk about specific scenes now? Or are we yeah, gonna yeah, yeah we're always. Yeah. So what comes to my mind is like, for example, one of the first really really big scary things we see in Midsummer when. They jump off the cliff. Mm. That scene. That is at the hour mark. Yes, it's like th- this tension was just building for so long, and then he shows it. We watch yeah. everything, and we yeah. see it all, and it's just like we're there with Danny. We can like Oof. feel her emotion because we just saw that. A exact woman thing. jumps off the cliff. Yeah, and her head first head explodes. Yeah. yeah, doesn't cut away. It cuts to it. Yeah. It's it's zoomed out to watch the fall, and then it zooms in. <laughs> and then on it's the like, landing. well, that was traumatic. How about we do it again? This time, the characters know what's going to happen, and he uh-huh. does. He die. does it, and he lands on his legs, which we hear crunch, no. and he's moaning in pain. Jeez. And all of a sudden, they're like, "Okay, we have a backup plan for this." People come with a hammer and smash his head, taking turns, and and we see the smashing of his head. <laughs> and the video effects here, mind be, are. Effective, yeah, yeah. the sound <laughs> effective. <laughs> uh, yeah, we're seeing some head crunching, like it's we see it. Yeah, a lot of head crunching in these movies. Yeah. <laughs> head, um, head trauma, head trauma. Ari, what's going maybe, on? Maybe, maybe he had some head trauma. Head as trauma, a child. family I don't trauma. Know. He definitely, definitely has family. some family I don't know, trauma. I don't know what he's got going on. There's some family stuff for sure. One of the uh, the potential. <laughs> I, well, I'll bring this up maybe. Well, it counts for both. One of the ideas I had for uh, an activity at the beginning was like, what movie would you not want to be about your family? Oh or gosh. Like, what director would you not want to make a movie about you? If your family member made a movie. Like, oh, and I gosh. couldn't just find the right way to do it. But Ari Aster... <laughs> Like I, I saw this review on one of these movies on Letterboxd that's like I would pay at least ten dollars to read an article with uh, of of an interview with any member of Ari Aster's family. Yeah, yeah, yeah I'm going through that any paywall. Yeah, yeah, I am bursting the through the paywall. Yeah, well, and it's like I've only seen the one picture of him on Letterboxd, and he just like looks like a dude smiling, chilling. Yeah, and I'm just like. This guy's got a got a mind, and I'm wondering. Like honestly, it crossed my mind. I'm like, either he is from a very demented past where like things have like been not great his whole life, mm-hmm. or I'm wondering if it's the literal opposite. opposite. Because he's just like he's just had room to just like explore because he's had such a coddled and great life that he's yeah, just been like, these... oh cool, I can yeah. think the worst thoughts because I don't have to deal with any drama, and I and it's <laughs> like true. honestly it could be that, right and there. I don't know, and I I don't know if I want to know but... <laughs> ways to make his life more exciting is yeah. to think of the most horrible thing he could put on a screen, yeah, illegally, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, and yeah, so speaking of the speaking of the family stuff, it's like man, what a freaking. The beginning. Beginning, and then, you know, obviously that creeps into how the whole movie yeah. plays out, the family aspect of it all. But but the idea of starting a movie with a girl's sister killing her and her herself and her parents is just immediately devastating. It's horrible. Immediately just completely it just you're you're just completely wrecked. Yeah. And I think in that, it's like we well, we don't cut right to that. We start with a, a email that you don't want to receive from mm, someone that you're yeah. scared about their mental health yeah. where it's like i'm going like our parents like they're, they're coming, coming with me, me. goodbye yeah. again again another really real situation very real horrifying and that's what made it terrifying. so creepy is how real that was and then she's like calling her boyfriend for some support and he's uh-huh. like oh she's probably just crazy and like that seems so realistic because yeah. it's like you know what probably she's done this before it's probably just yeah. like and it's like oh okay we have you know <laughs> yeah it uh. makes you think immediately about like your life oh there's a scary situation they're probably okay and you know what they probably are yeah but this movie is what happens it when they're freaking, not it's the not worst okay. happens the worst yeah. and it does not flinch away from that and the cinematography of this actual scene when it's revealed what happened oh, terrifying yeah. see I wonder if that's the kind of stuff that in my movie like, like it's just that the entire time of just people just like 
doing the worst thing, oh, no. and yeah. these are the people that you loved, and it's like the boyfriend does it, and the other friends do it, and your your coworkers oh, do it. Like it's like the stuff. It's like horrifying. this beginning part. Through, just that's what the movie is. <laughs> the boyfriend like cheats on her terribly with and her like dad, the worst like, possible oh, no. person to cheat on him with. Yeah, exactly. Doing and literally all the things. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, but and so yeah, so that's just such a just a. Melancholy is not even good enough. Oh, it's way more what's, intense what's the than word melancholy. I'm looking for? Like just just horrible Horrific. way to start it. Dreadful. That like the rest of the way you're almost in like this daze because of how bad it is, and so that you're in this daze, and then you and then you because it's so bright the whole time you're feeling the same thing she is or the characters yeah. are where they are only experiencing the brightness of the day, and so, yeah. um, and so like his his mood his tone setting. Is just incredible. It puts us right in the headspace of Danny. Yes, yes exactly. Where it's all dark at the beginning. It's yeah. happening at nighttime. Yes. And then we get to Sweden. Bright. The, the Bright, rest of the, the way. There's time. a tinge of nighttime stuff, but it's yes. even then it's, it's a twilight. It's a beautiful movie. And, oh, my gosh. Yeah, well, I wanted to mention um, one of my favorite parts about this movie. Um, okay, watch number one. When you watch this movie the first time, you watch it and you're just blown away with like how traumatic and brilliant and beautiful it is. Yep. Time number two, you're kind of like, yeah, the boyfriend does suck. He like, does you suck. watch it like, and you're like, oh my goodness, the boy, the boyfriend sucks. Yeah. This is my oh, experience yeah. at least. Yeah. And I'm like, okay, yeah, good for her. Is my number two watch. <laughs> number three watch, you're like, oh, I was duped. Um, this is how like cults get vulnerable people. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. When if you're saying good for her in this movie, Oof. which is kind of tempting. Because he sucks so much. No, he is. that much. I said it. Good for But (laughs) good for her if they break up and he, uh, you know, steps in dog poop. Exactly. Like, and we're we're stoked that, yeah, that that egg is on his face. That is good for her. Yeah. The 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 uh, the what happens to him is you shouldn't be like that. Yeah, he is put and that's and that's on being a good boy. It's like it's just like be no. a good boyfriend, you know. But there's like a, there's a part of us that wants to be kind of yeah. like yeah, he sucks. Like yeah. oh, this is like mm-hmm. I, I you know it yeah. sucks that By, she got to that, but like I see it. Yeah, and then yeah. with the cult, you're kind of like oh yeah, like you know it's a hor- they're ho- doing horrible things. But there's been like a watch or two for me where I've been like, yeah, I can see how like that is appealing. Like that she has a family. They bring that. And so it's all in this light and there's all these people who will mourn with you actually, instead Mm -hmm. of a boyfriend who just pretends to. Yeah. And, and like, and so you see the appeal and it's like, Oh, watch number three for me. This latest watch was, Oh, it's a really evil cult. But like, this is how you get really vulnerable people in vulnerable situations. You prey upon. Good call. Yeah, that kind of need for connection and belonging. Yeah, and they like fully get her, like and, insane, yeah. and that's to the my... point where she chose between him right. and a random for, and dude. a guy who would who would very easily want was to, almost he willing, was yeah. basically. But she's like, no, I'm gonna kill my boyfriend. Yeah, yeah. because last... he wasn't there for me. And yeah. I haven't thought of this until in this moment, but he also it might be because he's also like the last remnant of her previous life. Yeah. Oh, I'm sure that played a oh, part. Yeah. I'm certain that played a part. So it's like, sure. yeah. She's okay, she can, well, now she can just start a new yeah. life with nothing as the May Queen for, behind her. For context, uh, the cult that Danny, our main character, is in, at the end, they put her in a situation where she has to choose somebody to essentially be sacrificed. And they give her the option of choosing some people from the cult um, or her boyfriend, who is there and he's paralyzed in the situation. They drugged him. Um, and then at the very end, she chooses him, and he goes and gets sacrificed. Yeah, in, in a, a brutal, bear suit. Brutal Dude, what a, yeah, the visuals, man. Yeah, in a bear suit in a like triangle cabin, surrounded by other of their friends who've already been killed and maimed and and Filled degraded. With straw. And then some other members of the cult who had either volunteered or had reached their age potential. The mm-hmm. people who we talked about who who jumped off, jumped the off. And uh, man, what's yeah? yeah the, the, so I think, I think. Ari asked, man, he's incredible. Just the the rituals he created. I'm sure there's some like some basis based on some of the you know uh, Scandinavian pagan, pagan yeah. stuff that sure. I'm sure he he based it on. But the way he brought it to life was in- incredible. Um, so so not only is the the building of their cult incredible, but the, yeah, the visuals of just like 
and you know it's super like in your face obvious but like the subversion of when he used the camera to like w- follow their car and it goes upside down and yeah, then and it's like he it's does like that in both movies he does that in both mm-hmm. movies yeah i noticed that too but in this one specifically i was like okay so like this it's like you said leaving her old world and going to this new one so yeah so and you're already feeling weird about the whole you know thing anyway and so then it's like and then you're there and then you're on shrooms and then you're on shrooms so yeah he puts you <laughs> in this completely the effect was so good with the shrooms oh yeah yeah. On like the trees and everything. And again, it's like, no darkness. Is it moving? Yeah. Oh, it's moving. Uh-huh. But like subtly, but like, yeah. it's like, it's yeah. a trip. And these watch. people are nice, but are they? And like, yeah. there's, you're just so, and so, yeah. So his mood setting, his scene setting, his ritual creation, and then the way he, so, and then honestly, for me, the capper of his, of what he's freaking doing to make this such an incredible film is literally just the actual visuals. Like, you think of, like, yeah. you know, your Wes Andersons yeah. and your other, like, these people who, like, oh, he has a very distinct style, style. of doing something. This movie is all that. Yeah. You know, you get your, you get your, 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 your wide shots, your close ups, your colors, your, 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 uh, the, the clothing and all these things. Different it's just tapestries like tapestries that have like Easter eggs of the story foreshadowing oh in the art. You There's see the entire movie in some tapestries yes. in like one scene as he pans yes. the camera. Yes. And it's bright. The yeah, whole thing's beautiful. bright. It's, it is an incredibly one of the most beautiful films I've ever seen and, visually, yeah. and I'm like not yeah like yeah. it's seriously probably top Completely. five. That could have been our activity is like yeah. figure, like and it would be in that yeah. list. You know what and I'm saying? Um, another thing that I just want to add that I think Ari Aster and in his movies is done very well is character development. Mm. Um, especially yeah. yes. like some of the roles we've seen in these movies have been some of the best I've ever seen. Some I of the agree. acting performances were the crazy. performances backing um, up those mm, Florence characters. Pugh in this movie was so good she uh where's the oscar from may queen the very beginning you you feel anxious with her she's obviously struggling for good reason uh with a lot of mental health issues and it's as things are going on like when she takes the shrooms and she's having an anxiety attack you're there with her and you're freaking out and the tracking Um, shot of while uh she's walking it's like a meme now but like right her performance there is so good. Someone mm-hmm. that's having a bad trip. But, like, even the trip that she took was because of pressure. Because yeah. the friend group sucks. But, like, they don't suck so blatantly. They suck in a way that a real friend right. group would suck. Yeah. It really feels yeah. like none of her reactions are undeserved. They're all uh-uh. deserved for what's happening. And yeah. even the ending, when... Because in the ending, when she's watching the big pyramid burn and her husband or her boyfriend die... She smiles at the very end, and it's not unbelievable. It's like we're not thinking in ourselves, "Oh, she's a terrible, terrible person." Well, mm-hmm. she, I mean, yeah, maybe we are, but good for her. <laughs> good but for also her. not. But we also, we can understand why she did it, and yeah, it's just written beautifully it's and, such yeah, and a, acted well, yeah, yeah, incredibly well. Absolutely on character development and performance. I think that um, that's one of the. It's funny that it's taking this long to talk about that when it's something that's so good. But like, there's so many great things yeah. about this movie. Usually, yeah. I'm a, I'm just a sucker for performance, and that's like the first right. thing I'm going to talk about. Right. And and this could be that because of how good the performance is. But there's just so many things that Ari Aster does. I think Ari Aster wins the movie, and Florence Pugh. Yeah, like he's probably the S tier, she the A tier. She's the A, and yeah, yeah, she he can be she can be an S tier in any other movie. But it's just yeah. like because it's such a showcase of Ari's craft, right? Um, and she's just contributing the best way someone can yeah. to his craft. Yeah. Whereas usually I think a lot of things as like as um, vehicles for performances, this performance serves the bigger story. Oh man, yeah. And then so then and then to even yeah, just that it has a cool tie-in of the whole thing of just yeah, like you know the trauma and the family and and her feeling you know connected and then and then it just happens to be that they that this is a, a. crazy pagan ritual group that actually just this is their way of like getting around trauma and like he said his parents died but like they all came together for him it's just like and so for that to be the theme is just so interesting you know it's it's it's, so on top of the crazy visuals the great acting blah blah blah, it also has this cool little like through line and just like this is an incredible film the parallels and by the way yeah you mentioned somebody uh you well you mentioned his parents died in a fire right Mm -hmm. i had a theory and I want to know what you guys think. Do you think that his family originally came to the place and got burned in that big pyramid ritual, and then he's like their son, and they took him in just like they did with Danny? 
Is that possible? Do you think? Like, I don't know. That's my, just what I thought. My initial thought is that they were members of the cult who volunteered themselves. So he was already born and like raised oh, a little I see. bit. Oh, that's so that, that would be my guess. Memory. But I don't. But it could be. That, yeah, I, that I don't makes think, sense. Though. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Mm. It's there's just so many cool parallels. Yeah. yeah, it's it's a really well crafted movie. Yeah, beautiful, just brilliant. And so yeah, so like we said, like with with Trevor, you know, and his his thing last week, and you know, even us at the beginning here, it's not for the faint of heart. You know, it shows a lot of um, gory, explicit. Uh, you, you know, there's uh, sexually explicit moments. Um, Quite sexually explicit. Yes, Very and so it's so. like this isn't for everyone, but it's just like. My gosh, even those are just like, whoa. Brilliant. <laughs> my, like, my, so brilliant. Someone with done. an effed up brain came up with this. Yeah, this my is dad, nuts. by the way, thinks that is the funniest scene he's ever seen. He it laughs is funny. so it's hard. Funny it's funny in a way. Yeah. <laughs> like, it's kind of dark comedy in some way. Right. Yeah. It's so messed up. Yeah, and you're experiencing hilarious. it with a guy at the time, and it's just like, wait, what? Okay. <laughs> okay. Uh, there is and you're a scene where he, like, and... comes up, and he's like, wait. Yeah, and it's like, how consensual is this for him? Right. Not, but also, like, five percent which is horrible <laughs> not enough it's horrible not, not enough. enough and that's why and when they're drugging somebody so that they'll do something i'm like yeah, yeah. like <laughs> that's called rape uh, yeah. if he wanted to he would yeah <laughs> <laughs> see good for her see so it's like still like you see his side and you're like no he's in like the worst scenario yeah like yeah. he had no power here yeah. and it's like he's when he did have power he sucked but so, like um, not enough to die. I was also no. another, <laughs> yeah. another thing I wanted to to ask you guys is when I was watching it for the third time, just barely, um, I was kind of watching the characters as they got taken and picked apart one by mm. one. You know how the cult yeah. takes them away. Um, they all seemed like they kind of deserved it in a way. And maybe not deserved it, not but they deserved did an it. action yeah, that, according that, to the cult that maybe required. The cult. Yes, like his friend pees on the ancestor tree. Yes, he gets taken away, and then is not apologetic about it. Anymore. And he's right. not apologetic. The like two people that died first that were there, they were very disrespectful during one yeah. of the ceremonies. But yeah. my question is, what did I guess in the cult's perspective, what did the boyfriend do to deserve it? Because I was trying to figure that out. I, I already had an answer. I have an answer for this one. Yes. What is it? Um, and that and that is that he didn't do anything oh, wrong in the eyes wait. of the cult. All that matters is that Danny chose him. Yeah. Right. I guess they put him up to be offered, but that's just yeah. But they did yeah. yeah so like with everybody like... other than her, they were offered up. Yeah. That's how that was it. It, it was ultimately her choice. So yep. it is up to her, and it's what he did wrong to her that made that happen. So, do you think she lives a happy life after this? No. No? I don't think so. I don't think Happy's on the table. Maybe it's more like um, full of... I don't know. It has this connection know. and support that she didn't I have. I guess. Yeah. And like they'll cry with her. They'll mourn with her. It's crazy. I think Something it's like past emotion at that. I think it's just that numbness. That might be true. There yeah, might numbness. be some numbness there. Yeah. I think she... You know, you do have to go through a traumatic event like that to be in a sense brainwashed and maybe she was you know maybe she just is oblivious to it in the end of the day and she really does believe and trust in them i don't know absolutely Um, anything else to say about this brilliant movie i love it excellent movie yeah what did you guys rate it i gave it five stars i have it as four and a half but not for not for fault of the um I, i i could even probably if i was to look through my 72 five stars you know, maybe find one in the middle there um, that I could that I could swap out. So it's it's on that four and a half five you know line. Absolutely, so. Hereditary, twenty eighteen, also by Ari Aster. Every family tree hides a secret. When Ellen, the matriarch of the Graham family, passes away, her daughter's family begins to unravel cryptic and increasingly terrifying secrets about their ancestry. Dog. This is a directorial debut like I've never seen. <laughs> this is an announcement of, hi, I am creating the best horror movies ever for the rest of my career. You're welcome. Hi, I'm Ari Aster. I can't even. How? I can't even How? Yeah, I don't, I don't understand it. This one to me is way more just scary. This is, this a, is a scary movie. More yeah. traditional. Disturbing. Yeah. yeah. This one is terrifying like it is so scary. I, I wouldn't use the word beautiful to describe this movie i don't think i don't yeah think there's that's, there's beauty yeah. in the craft in the, but yeah right. there's but not it's not the word not to describe it yeah pretty yeah, yeah. it's not pretty like in the way midsummer is yeah no. cool house 
And this it's in movie, Utah. Beautiful. What? I you, didn't know that. Did you know that? I think I did. Yeah. Should we visit? We totally could. I want to go to Legitimately. the treehouse. That's insane. I don't know about the treehouse specifically, but it's definitely like this whole thing was filmed in Utah. If I have that property, I'm building that treehouse and I'm Airbnb-ing the whole thing. Could we find the Oh, post? yeah. Making just insane money. Insane money. Yeah. Wait, that's... Did we... Last week was our... What movies were last... Was our, was our baseball one last week or was it the week before? I think last week was the... Because we did Sandlot... And that was a Utah movie, oh, and now well, Hereditary. That was two weeks ago. Last Hereditary, week. <laughs> the Casey. same movie. Yeah. Oh, I, yeah. Casey's forgetful, <laughs> um, or forgettable. Ooh. Actually, he's probably not forgetful. He's gonna um, remember that one, Sean. Yeah, he will. Uh, uh, two weeks ago, yeah, we talked about this yeah. a lot. Which shout is out, shout out, Utah Hereditary, movies. Hereditary, yeah, very similar. We should have done those two at the yeah. same time. Hereditary in the sound. Yeah. Do we know where it was in Utah? I don't know. I, I want to say it was like up in like. Park City, City area. Yeah, yeah. It, it gives like Park it. City vibes. Uh-huh. Yeah, going there this weekend. Ooh, anyway. Maybe you should visit it. I Dude, honestly, I might look into it. This movie is way more of a traditional horror movie, but it's so inventive in so many new... Like, oh. even even in this movie, the jump scares aren't what sells it. Not even close, no. Like, there, there are even, a few. I guess, yeah. There's a couple. Yeah. There are some good ones well, in there. Well, yeah, specifically, I mean, we can just jump into them. Let's jump. The, we're at the <laughs> end where, where, the, where the mom, I don't even know if the first one's a jump scare, but it's actually way more scary for me. When he wakes up in his she's room in and she's up in that oh, left left corner. The iconic scene. And she's just up there. And it wasn't a jump it was just a, it was a cut scene. It was just, but it's a jump a scare scene, for cut. us when you notice it. Right. True. Yeah. You not, can, there's no loud. I don't think the first time I saw it. I did not notice it until she moved that first time I watched it. Oh. I saw it the first time about halfway through the It's so the, scary. The the shot, which is such a scary jump scare to create for yourself. More right. effective yeah. than a jump scare. If there would have been like high violins and a movement there, yeah. it wouldn't be as it's effective. Yeah. Which comes later when she's in the other yeah. corner and she jumps right. out of yeah. him after she'd been in the other, you know, so you think she's in the one but she jumps out of the other. And that's effective, but it's not as effective he as that first, first one's one. scarier. And it's so scary. It goes back to what I was saying about the realism. If if yeah. you were in that situation, that's what it would look like. Oh. So that's what just yeah, makes the, it yeah, so much freakier. Yeah, without freakier. the sound. It's yeah. just, she's just there in You'd the room. you see it. Oh, my like, God. Hey, when I first doing? watched this movie, like, there's not a lot of, I think, horror, like, I guess, moments that scare me after the movie. Like, I don't I sit agree. and, like, think about things, but this movie... It was literally that shot that mm. I found myself checking corners <laughs> of rooms for like a week. Yeah. yeah. I, I did. I definitely, like if it was dark, I would like really make sure I could see what was happening in the corner of every room. Okay. I want to do an early shout out to Tony Collette. We got to Florence Pugh a little oh, later than yeah. we wanted to. Yeah. Tony Collette is one of my favorites too. She's yeah. been in some, some she's, you know, she's in Knives Out. She's in um, Nightmare Alley. I really enjoyed her in um, in this movie. This movie is her is the best I've ever seen her in. When she, I mean, throughout the whole movie, insane. She's she's going through trauma with her with her mother, with her with her daughter, with her relationship with her son, um, and trying to go through all that. Um, then going through the seance. But when she, <laughs> at the end, again, spoiler. When the husband is on fire <gasps> and she's so scared and she's screaming and screaming, and then all of a sudden her face turns. I'm like, can anyone else do that? No. Have you seen the memes of that scene? Oh, I don't know that I have oh, specifically. So funny. But it's so good. But it's very good. Yes, I agree. The but moment her... where all of a sudden she's a demon. All of a sudden she's a demon is yeah. just, how do you act that? That's yeah. incredible. There's no like makeup. There's no CGI. Yeah. It's her performance that tells you the yeah. demon has arrived That's in her crazy. body. It's just her face. It is so good. <laughs> what? And so and scary. And it's just like, oh my gosh. Even outside of that, there are so many like monologues she she mm. goes on. Like yeah. Ari Aster asked a lot of her. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Can He's, you think of a more delivered. demanding role? Whole. Oh, I don't know. I don't know if I can because she's in almost every scene. Yeah. She's the emotional like core of this movie. She mm-hmm. saws her own head off. <laughs> and does it effortlessly. Effortlessly. And it's like. <laughs> Better than anyone could. <laughs> yes. Good Slay. for her. <laughs> good for her. Not good for her. This is not a good for her. No, movie. not even close. <laughs> good for him? Good for um, literally nobody. Good for the son? Paimon. <laughs> we'll see, maybe. But no, because no, now, he's, now he's not him. He's dead. For Paimon. That's oh, her. yeah. It's yeah, now. It's Paimon. Well, it's Paimon. It's now, what's her name? The daughter. Oh, yeah. You're right. So it's the daughter in the man's body that was required because in the beginning, she's yeah. like, oh, yeah, uh, my grandma wanted me to be a man. 
Yeah. And now she's yeah. a man, but she's still her. Wait, so but she is so Pyman was in the daughter originally, right? I don't know. I thought that's I what think it was. I don't think that's but Pyman's not happy with it. Well, I don't yeah, think he could. Pa- he's yeah. Not happy he with wanted it. the it's in the book or whatever that he wanted uh-huh. to be a human male. Mm-hmm. And right. then, and then they were saying that she, the grandma wished she was, the, you know, and so. But it's I think like, she had him. I think yeah. she had him in her. I think, or at least adjacent, yeah. right? She, yeah, she was at least a little bit off they, by Pyman. They like yeah. hinted at it that they had to take her out in mm. order to put yeah. Pyman into him. Yeah, which is why, As like the was, pole, the yeah. pole had the the thing on it, like the symbol it was on planned. it, and like, yeah. and that's you know, she's cutting off birds' heads, so she's clearly not all the <laughs> a way. Regular little girl. She was chilling. great. Do you want to know a super? Yeah, she was super great. A really I should funny find that poll this weekend. <laughs> a really funny reference is that she was one of the original Matildas on Broadway. Shout out. She's and a singer, little so spunky, good. happy British girl yeah. in Matilda. <laughs> yeah, Jake told me to send him a picture where he's trying to deal with Android and, and Apple, you know, and I have an Android. Don't, don't. And yeah, I sent him Tyler's, a... trying, Tyler's trying to get an I'm just Apple. I mean, an, about an, an do Android. It. Do, do it. it. Don't get an Android. I sent a picture of just the two actors, just happy. The two, the two, the <laughs> yeah. daughter and the son, just like, you know, normal yeah. in their normal lives. And I'm just like, this is somehow scary. <laughs> <laughs> I was frightened. Yeah. <laughs> it was oh, very frightening. great performance from her and from him and from oh. literally everybody in this movie but yeah so tony collette she has this monologue i mean it starts with a monologue from her uh talking at the funeral mm. which is describing a pretty complex relationship yeah. with her mother another but like i think the moment i noticed this time that stood out to me was the monologue at her first support group meeting mm. when she's talking about all the horrible things that has happened to her in her life up to that point which there's right. plenty more to come in the movie yeah um, Gosh, yeah. her relationship with her mom and like mental illness and what she thought was schizophrenia yeah. from her brother, but it was actually her mom trying to put a demon in him. And yeah. it's like, and everyone just dying and yeah. it's, and her brother. Yeah. One of my favorite monologues of hers in, in this that really stood out to me was at the dinner table. Mm. Yep. I saw um, the same. When she has that big breakdown with her son and she just lets everything go. And it's just like, it's such a long scene that yeah. demands a lot, and she killed yeah. it. And Don't like, swear what at me, you little Don't shit. Swear yeah. at me. What about you, mom? <laughs> yeah, what, like, oh. what, about <laughs> what about you, mom? Why did she go to the party? She didn't want to go. Yeah, it's he's so like, good. well, because like in a normal family, if something so traumatizing happened, the mom would be trying to take the blame off of the child and the child, you know, trying to work through it together. Yeah. But she's like putting it on him. He's she like, really well, is. if we're doing that. She's yeah. like, he's like, I okay, then I'm gonna try to get some of this blame off of me and put it right back on you. I know and so it was crazy. an accident. I know it's not your fault. I know you're sorry, but, but your you sister is dead, and it was you. <laughs> oh god! <laughs> and it's just like, yeah, it's so they good. were they yeah. had a doomed relationship though because of the you know the whole right. the crazy and I I also want to talk about Alex Wolf in this the son yeah um he also did a phenomenal yeah. job yeah. like I think of you know the iconic scene when he hits when you know. He swerves and oh. her head. Oh her yeah, head. right after. Um, he's hit right off after, with a pole. Yeah. He's just sitting there, and you see it in his eyes, just pure terror. That, yeah. He doesn't know what to think. It's that, like two minutes of just yeah. like, and his then eventually face. the tear, yeah. and then a, a little a second later, he's just like, "Are you okay? Are you? Are you okay? Are you okay? How do you?" Do <laughs> and then that? he just drives he's away. Like, okay, let's it go home. Insane. Okay, let's go. Like he's oh. just lying to himself. Okay, we're gonna. And go he home. just and does. He just goes home. He goes home. That was down. That was the scariest scene for imagine. me, I think, was yeah. him in yeah. that bed when he's just like, his eyes are wide open. Mom. Yeah. yeah. That was the scariest part for me, I think. Yeah. I was just like, oh. Yeah, that's a very real. Insane. Yeah, just crazy. Well, and it's it's crazy. Like, she's she's been this mother that, like, in her sleep mm. was, like, going to light him on yeah. fire. And so they have this crazy trauma there. Like, doomed relationship. Shocking that they're still living together. Yeah. That, like, the dad, and like, it all and stayed together. And then the together second somehow. one where she's choking him and then she's like, I wasn't doing that. Don't tell your dad. Yeah. Crazy. It's like, she is clearly <laughs> oh. messed up. Do we know how old he was when when that first, like, I lighter? Know. I don't know if it says. Said. They might have. It might. But I don't know. It's just incredible performances. And even huh. um, the dad character is played by Steve Graham. Yeah, shout out that guy, too. Um, he's awesome. He's trying to keep the family together. Yeah. He's telling, like, some truths, some half-truths. He's lying. There's, like, the moment at the end where, like, he's he's just looking at his wife be crazy. Like, absolutely bonkers. And you see him mourning her. And you see yeah. And he's just, yeah. like, he's holding the book that she's telling him to throw in the fire. And he's just so sad and broken. But, like, wants to, like, make her happy. But, like... Is like I'm not doing this anymore. And he misses her. And it's yeah. he's 
oh and so he gives it back and then she throws it and then he just lights up in flames but like and she's so good in that moment too because she's just like i love you i really do and like there's a kind of a moment of clarity there crazy yeah because she's not crazy the only sane <laughs> one in this movie was the dad yeah He's the only one just like what's going on yeah, i think trevor's review was like poor dad tough week or something <laughs> like yeah yeah um and like and the friend like joan like she's just like when you see her on the screen you're like oh i trust her yeah yeah i trust yeah, her she's like she's so genuine meets at a grocery store or like i guess in a parking lot and then again at a grocery store and it's just chilling and it's and all then been when planned. she's just in the book and you're Wait, like it's sean's movie <laughs> his pitch everyone that you know is out to yes. get you <laughs> honestly yeah it's it's the it's the, you know the daughter that kills the other people and the and the 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 hard part about my movie is like if everyone's out to get you, there's no one that they can kill or whatever that would like. Well, ride. they still could maybe, because maybe you wouldn't children. know. That's true. That's maybe true. Just the people close to you. Anyway, I don't, um, don't want to get back to that. We're <laughs> back to about, Sean's uh, masterpiece. Yeah, yeah. This is a masterpiece here that we're dealing with. <laughs> uh, it's just it's just so brilliant. I think um, the iconography of it all, like the Ariaster is so good at symbolism, and we look at the fact that the mother is a miniatures painter and like creator. Yeah. And it's like, it's like we think about why that would have been an angle that he took. Yeah. And um, I think it's answered in the high school scene where they're talking about Heracles and whether or not he has a choice. Yes. In mm. the matter or if it's just that. fate. Or if he's just a pawn being controlled. A pawn. Yeah. And so I think of the miniatures as like, it's just like this, there's this outside force that's controlling them that they have no power in. Right. Yeah, she's like it's an objective view. Yep, <laughs> it's yeah. just this outside that. party doing everything, and this cult, and this other cult, this Pyman cult. Uh huh. They left the family absolutely no choice. The mother, honestly, who was the queen of the cult. Yeah, she left her family no choice. Yeah. They they had no. They inherited in it. Yeah. You know, her, it's hereditary. Yep. This is both of these movies, by the way, have really great uh, rewatchability because you pick up Truly. on things because he leaves yeah. so many little breadcrumbs everywhere. Yeah. And it's well, like with the the symbol that the cult uses, or I guess cult, this religious cult, yeah, yeah. Um, you see it in like all these different shots and you're like, wow, yeah, they really are manipulating everything the whole thing. from the beginning. Yeah. yeah. They had no choice. And it's just like, it's such, and you can look at it also from like an allegorical perspective of like, this is about uh, inherited mental illness and trauma. Yeah. yeah. Or yeah, and the things trauma. we pass Genera on to our kids. generational trauma. Yeah, yeah. Right. The hereditary. That, yeah. hence the name. Exactly. Yeah. You know? It's yeah. so brilliant on every level from the miniature. It's his to first the, movie. Yeah, this is a, a, a direct. And then he's like, movie. and then I'll do Midsommar. It's like, just back to back. Bo's afraid. Psycho. It's yeah. It's an epic, crazy psycho, psycho movie, but still, I still it well, as much. well, well crafted, and I think it'll gain traction in my own mind as well. It I might. So. I'm ready for movie number four, though. Yeah. I want another horror movie. Anyway, do we have anything else to say on uh, on either of these two movies? Ari Aster, okay. Yeah. I have one more question. Okay. <laughs> I liked it. That was good. What's a better movie? Which one do you like more? Tyler, we'll start with you. I like Midsummer more. Why? I like it more because, um, well, I, I like pretty things, and I think it's prettier. Oh, thanks. Um, I'm pretty. You're very pretty. Um, I also think I, I just really, really loved the journey danny went on and like where she ended up in the end i just think it's really fascinating yeah and i think it's beautiful you know albeit morbid but um yeah i think it's just the, the the transformation she went through as a character that i liked okay sean what do you think what do you like more tyler had a more well thought out thought out answer but i liked i liked hereditary more yeah i actually gave it five stars I think I just, I don't know. Maybe it's just how contained it is. I don't know. Oh, yeah, that is, yeah, I think literally that. I think Midsommar, it went a little longer than I wanted to. I think you could maybe just, just a hair less, maybe, you know, 15 minutes that. off of there. From the beginning? Uh, maybe f maybe five from the beginning. And I think, honestly, ten from, like, yeah. no, not maybe not ten, but, like, a little bit from the end, it kind of, like, like... Like after she becomes the May Queen, like the, like you could have skipped, like, the, like it just kind of takes a minute to get to the... I to him I being see. burned. There's some of that. There's you could probably cut out a few like the dinner yeah. table like wasn't really that necessary. Just maybe have her be taken off and then him go to his way. Yeah. 
Like, there's a lot of, like, um, that was just one moment. Have I was like, seen... oh, this could be a little shorter. So maybe literally only that, and that's maybe why, but they're both freaking so good. So Have you seen the, I think, I don't know if it's an extended cut or, or director's cut or something, but there are, like, deleted scenes from mm, I've heard Midsummer, of them. I haven't and seen And there's, them, like, yeah. extra rituals and extra bad mm, things they did. Gosh. I've seen them. There's, oh, really? like, one involving a river. Hmm. Um, oh, really I didn't know grim. that. Yeah. I've never yeah. seen anything yeah. like about they're that. They're pretty good. You should watch them. Yeah, I'll watch I them. Will. Oh, my I vote, to, oh, sorry. Yeah, no, yes, you do yours. Yes. My vote after this latest watch, which is shocking to me because I was previously uh, feeling a different way. Um, I think Hereditary is a stronger movie. Wow. I wouldn't have guessed that. I know. Because uh, Midsummer is one of my favorites. They're, yeah. they're my two favorite horror yeah. movies. Yeah, like, it's, so for good. me, it's like right. they're my favorites. Yeah. And they're really, really, really close. But I just – I think Hereditary – it's the Tony Collette performance, yeah. and it's yeah. it's just the level of detail, mm-hmm. um, which is also yeah. present in Midsummer. I was gonna say it's like, but and it's just more of a like traditional horror movie. So it's like I think it yeah. just fits in a cleaner box of like, oh, it's October, let's yeah. watch that. But Midsummer you could watch in the summer, yeah, no, I a agree summer with horror that. movie. In the mid so summer. both of these are excellent movies, um, yeah. absolutely horrifying, and yep. talk a lot about what it means to be human. So yep, highly recommended. I mean, hopefully, if you've listened this far, you've watched them because those are spoilers. Yeah, I think you'd still like them, even if you. Haven't. We like them on rewatch, and yes. we know what happens. Yeah, no, yeah, I agree. So, uh, what have we got on the docket for next week? So next week, yeah, keeping keeping it still uh, in the horror genre, we're going the Blair Witch Project oh, yes. and Psycho. So an, one of the one of the OGs. Um, I'm excited to get into. That's probably one of the oldest movies we've done. Yeah, I'm, I'm assuming probably. we'll have to look into it. But yeah, an OG to... horror and an OG found footage. Yeah, uh, which kind of created that genre as yeah. well. So I'm excited for both of those movies. Yeah. Tyler, as am I. Yeah. Thank you for being here. Yep. Thank, thank you. you for having me. You're really hot. You're and that's why you're here. Mm-hmm. Thank you. You should you should <laughs> play a gay zombie. You should play a gay zombie. A I'd gay watch zombie go go dancer. I'd yeah. watch. Wait, uh, they're doing Five Nights at Freddy's, and Josh Hutcherson looks exactly oh, like I'm you. I'm so yeah. ready to watch. So that I'm excited movie. to see my boyfriend star in that. Uh, come by anytime you want on Haywood's Take on Hollywood. Woo. Thank you. Goodbye.